everyone. Welcome to the Blessing Collection podcast. If you're new here, this is a podcast for faith, lifestyle, and wellness. I'm Emily Shepard. So today we're going to be kicking off our new series called Fall in Love with You. As you can tell by the title, this episode is learning to respect your body and loving it in the process. So again, if you're new here or you missed last week's episode, go ahead and check out our last series. It was called Hashtag Friendship Goals, and we talked all about friendship from loving yourself in a season of waiting for friendship and being friends with yourself. And we talked about from going to acquaintances to besties and how to create a biblical friendship, how to deal with conflict, how to deal with drifting, all those things. So you'll definitely want to check those out and leave a review when you're done. This episode is going to be all about body image, respecting our body, and I'm going to try to touch on some things about our relationship with food and with exercise and things like that, but I just want to preface that I am not a dietitian. I'm not a professional. This is just what I've learned in therapy settings, things like that. If you don't know, I had an eating disorder. I'm currently in recovery and going through that whole process. Um, but, you know, things are still triggering and I'm learning every day how to be better for other people and how to be more aware of the things that I say and the things that I hear and the things that I think about. So we're going to go into some of those things. Make sure to follow the Blessing Collection Instagram. I post little graphics about the things that we talk about on the podcast as well as some extra things. I post reels with little mini Bible studies and devotionals and just um, helpful tips for living your best Christian wellness, faith-based lifestyle. If you'd like, you can also follow my main account, which is just Emily underscore Shepherd. I post a lot of more personal things on there, um, go into detail about my life and um, the content on there is more lifestyle based and my reels are just like fun nights with friends and things like that. So if you're interested in that, you can follow that. And I also have a TikTok that is Emily C. Shepherd if you want to follow that as well. With all of those socials, I just wanted to say that I'm always open to questions. I answer the DMs, I answer the comments, and right now I'm currently collecting questions to do a Q&A episode. So don't forget to um, reach out with me with your questions. And then at the end of the podcast, um, on Spotify especially, it will say, what do you want to hear on this podcast and you guys can totally interact with that and um, submit your questions and your topic suggestions for me I love your feedback all right we're gonna go ahead and get right into our weekly segments I'm gonna go into our thorns buds and roses starting with my thorn I don't even want to talk about this I don't even want to give this light I don't even want to talk about this on my podcast but it was such a big thorn I want to be honest with you guys I want to let y'all know that bad things happen to everyone and this was a really big painful thorn so I was having a great weekend I was spending the night at my sister's house we were gonna go to church the next morning and I wake up and I'm gonna drive us to church and my car is gone and I find out that it has been towed and I had to pay a large sum of money to get it back and there were just a lot of like factors that went into it that just didn't seem just and fair to you know charge it seemed like they were overcharging me and kind of taking advantage of me and so luckily my dad was able to help me out look at the actual laws and he filed a complaint and we're gonna try to get it appealed or whatever and maybe get some money back so fingers crossed pray for me please because it was a lot of money and I just don't need that right now it was very stressful I cried a lot but hey it's okay because even Jesus wept literally one of my favorite quotes It's okay to cry because even Jesus wept. 
my bud is something that I'm looking forward to. This weekend, I think it's going to be really fun. I have finals next week. This is my last week of classes. So I'm just trying to like enjoy, soak up every moment. On Friday, my sister doesn't have work. So we're going to go shopping and I'm going to take her to Lonely Ghost for the first time. It's going to be so fun. We'll probably eat some food. I'm just going to have a relaxing morning, workout do some work things. And then on Saturday, I'm going to visit my friend in Logan, which is like a couple hours away. And we're going to have a lot of fun and go to church together on Sunday. And so I'm really excited about that little mini road trip and to see her because I haven't seen her in literally so long. It's going to be so fun. And then my rose of the week is probably, probably just that I have like, I've been excited this week. And I think that I've had a pretty positive attitude. So I've been going to the gym at night and usually I like to go in the morning or at the beginning of the day just because parking is so bad here that if I get in late, I'm not gonna get a parking spot and weather has been so bad this week. Like today, the roads were so bad. It was snowing so hard and it was freezing. Um, and so like every night this week, I've gone to the gym and then I come back really late because I couldn't go in the morning because I had classes and I would have to park like 15, 20 minutes away from my dorm. And so I have to walk in the snow, but it's a rose because A, I've been going to the gym and sometimes the gym is something that I dread. It's something that I feel like I should do or I have to do. But this week I've really been enjoying it. I've found some like workout classes that I really like and I've been excited to go. And then more specifically for this rose is like the walk from the stadium to my dorm. I usually dread it, but I've actually like not been looking forward to it, but I don't mind it anymore. I'm used to the walk and I'm getting used to the cold. I hate to say it, but it's not that bad. And I'll just use that time to either talk to a family member or pray, listen to worship music, wish, listen to a podcast, and just kind of like enjoy nature around me. And it's just kind of like a few minutes to myself before I get home and have to like start homework and start everything to get ready for the next day. So it's been kind of nice and um, I'm glad that I've been able to have a positive attitude about that. Okay, this next segment is going to be a new segment. This is our first episode in December and the very first episode of every month, I wanna do a monthly faves segment, um, things that I was obsessed with in the previous month. So today we're gonna be talking about my November favorites. We're gonna do a mind, body, and spirit favorite. And I'll probably ask this on my Instagram, on my social media accounts, but like I'm so interested to know what other people are like obsessed with. I just love to know like the products and the things and the shows that everyone's like watching and into. So please let me know what your November obsessions were. I would really like to know. I'm curious. So my favorite for my mind has been podcasts specifically, not your typical with Caitlin Nolan. It's a wellness podcast and I just really love her perspective on wellness. It's really refreshing and it's a view that you don't really see on social media. She's all about living an intuitive life, being in tune to your body, doing what feels good and not like to look a certain way or to live a certain lifestyle, but just really to listen to your body. And she's just fun to listen to and it feels like you're talking to a friend. So I've really been liking her podcast lately. My favorite for my body has been workout classes and basically like the gym in general. Like I mentioned, the gym and I have a love-hate relationship. I like working out. I like moving my body. But sometimes the gym just intimidates me and there's so much comparison that goes on there. But I've really been looking forward to going to the gym this week. And in like November, I went and whenever I was on Thanksgiving break, I missed the gym. 
and I've been loving workout classes lately. I've been taking this one called Surge Fit, I think is what it's called, and it's like resistance, like weight training with cardio, and it's just like the good music, and there are so many fun people in that class. The instructor is so high energy. She's just this young, cute girl, and yeah, it's been really fun. So that is my November obsession for my body. My spiritual favorite for the month of November has been Sundays and just church, going to church in general. When I was growing up and like in high school, I used to hate Sundays. I hate saying that, but it's true because I would get what they call like Sunday blues or whatever because I was so anxious and stressed about the week that was to come and all the homework and, you know, I was depressed and so just all the pressure of that and you know, I didn't have the best friends in high school. So just all the things that came with the school and work week just really loomed over me on Sunday. But now I, you know, I wake up a little bit early. So I have time to wake up and I can enjoy my morning routine. I listen to worship music while I'm getting ready. I really take pride in my appearance on Sundays. Used to, I would just like roll out of bed and go to church. But now like I really want to show up for Jesus. And part of me doing that is by putting pride in my appearance. And that's not for every Everyone, but for me, it's just how I feel like I'm going to be engaged in the meeting is by getting ready and being energized. So like I'll cook a good breakfast and I'll do my makeup and put an outfit that I feel comfortable and confident in. And I pack my bag with my journal and my Bible and I take notes during church. And so I've just been really intentional lately um, about paying attention in church and trying to get something out of it praying before the meeting with questions and then just really spending time with Jesus on Sundays and just having it be a relaxing day with God, with family, with friends, celebrating the goodness of God because that's how it should be. And so I think that I'm finally settling into a routine where I can honestly say I love and look forward to Sundays. We're going to do our Bible verse of the week. And this one kind of goes with what we're going to be talking about today. It's Genesis 1:27. It says, so God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created them. I chose this verse today because even though it is so simple, it has so much power to it. So God created man in his own image. Male and female, he created them. Think about the power that it holds, that holds. You are literally created by the most high God, the most high being. So the next time that you're feeling down on yourself, whether you're not liking your physical appearance or you're not proud of yourself or you're speaking negatively to yourself, kindly remind yourself that, hey, God created me. I am literally God's creation. And he said that I am good, that I am very good. I am enough because I am his. I am made in his image, I am literally of divine nature. When we are able to shift our perspective from someone who is not worth much, who makes mistakes all the time, who is two sizes too big and has too much acne on their face and isn't good at anything and is always failing and is always messing up and is a bad person, all of those things that we say about ourselves, when we shift our perspective from those things to I am worthy, I am loved, I am worth what God tells me I am, and God tells me that I am worth a lot, so much so that he died for me, that I was worth his life. When we when we switch to that perspective, we gain a whole lot more worth in our eyes. So strive to look at yourself in God's eyes this week, as hard as it may be.
All right, for our last little segment, we're going to do our God is good moment. I think that this week, it's more of a general thing than a really specific, big, jaw-dropping moment. I think that it's just been all of the support that I've been getting from friends. I'm going through kind of a difficult season of life, and I'll share more about it later. I don't think I'm ready to really open it up, open up about it right now, but I'm just going through some transitions, some changes, working some things out and um, it's hard and I've, I've just had a lot of things going on and so people that don't even know those things have just been reaching out to me and checking on me and um, telling me how much they like appreciate what I'm doing and that they see me and they see my work and they see my passion for God and just those messages I'm very much a words of affirmation girl knowing that people like see me and appreciate me it's like I can feel the prayers lifting me up and I can feel how God is putting my name into people's minds and putting that thought to reach out to me. And I know that he's looking out for me. God is good. He's taking care of me through his children. So let's remember what today's episode is learning to respect your body and loving it in the process. When I think of respect, when it comes to bodies, I think of an attitude of compassion, giving grace, validating, and listening. Think of your friend. Let's say that she has a goal to get a promotion by 2023 and the promotion went to someone else. You are going to have compassion on her. You're going to validate her and listen to her. You're going to say, it's okay to mourn that expectation that you have for yourself. We all have goals. Sometimes we fall short of them. It's okay. Your feelings are valid, but we're going to give them grace. God's going to give them grace. We're going to say, give yourself grace because your worth does not lie in your accomplishments. Your worth lies in that you are a child of God, that he says that you are good. You are made in his image. So now let's relate that to body image and respecting our bodies. I know for me, sometimes I will oversleep or I will purposely stop my alarm and decide I'm not going to go to the gym today because I'm just so tired. I need to give myself grace. I then wake up and I beat myself up and I say, you're lazy. You are so tired. You should have gone to bed earlier. You should have gotten yourself up. You would feel better right now. And that is just not helping anyone. That is just so negative. Instead, we can have compassion. We can validate our bodies. You were tired. You needed sleep. You can listen to it. Yeah, you were telling me that we needed sleep. My body was hurting. I'm getting kind of sick. I need to rest. You're going to give it grace. It's okay that we didn't get up and work out today, even though we had that goal, because we got what we needed and we're going to try again next time. So I don't know if you guys know the book, The Giving Tree. It's like a little children's book. I think it's by Shel Silverstein. And basically, there's this tree and there's this little boy and the little boy grows up with the tree and he uses the tree all of his life. He uses it to sit against and to sit under the shade. He uses it for its apples. And when he's older, he carves his initials with a girl into the tree. Then he takes all the wood to and he cuts down the tree to build a house and you know, et cetera, et cetera. He's just taking and taking and taking from the tree. And that's why it's called the giving tree because the tree is so happy to be helping that boy and just to give and give and give. The tree gives all that it has. 
until it's just a stump. And the boy comes and he's like, what, what else can you give me? And, and the tree is like, well, I don't have anything else, but I guess you can sit on me. I, I'm a nice seat. I'm a stump. You can sit on me. And so basically it's just really sad. And the man kind of takes advantage of the tree, but the tree is just so happy to be giving. And I think of our bodies kind of like the giving tree. They do not give up easily. They put up a fight. We start to get sick. They push through. We have an injury. They push through. I grew up in dance and I would pull my hamstrings all the time. But like when I would have auditions or shows, like the adrenaline would just take over and I wouldn't feel the pain at all. But then after the show or after the audition, it would hurt so bad. But my body got me through what I needed to. And I should have just let it rest. But I took and took and took for my body. Um, when I had my eating disorder, I wasn't sleeping. I was like a perfectionist and I stayed up late practicing dance and working and doing homework and reading scriptures, what I all thought were good things that would deem me a good person. But in reality, I wasn't healthy. And so it wasn't healthy. My body wasn't getting the sleep that it needed, but it still pushed through and it gave itself as much energy as it could to get me to pay attention and stay awake in class. And I was not feeding my body. I was literally starving myself, but my body kept going and let me dance 20 hours a week, even though it was insane and I was weak. You know, my body showed the warning signs. I was pale. I was cold. My hair was falling out. It was crying for help and I just kept taking and taking and taking. So I guess this kind of like sad analogy is don't be the boy in the story. Don't take advantage of your body. Yes, we, we take things from our body, our body gives to us, and it, our body is ours to use, but give back to it. Let it rest, hydrate it, nourish it. Let it do the things and the activities that make it feel good. Listen to your body. It should be a mutualistic relationship, not a parasitic relationship. Um, you should not be the parasite inside of your own body. I think that some of this taking advantage of our bodies and pushing and pushing and pushing comes from our society. You know, we have a society where everything is go, go, go. It's always get to the next level, achieve the next thing, push your body to be stronger, to be better, to be more fit. We just don't think that we can stop and we think that rest is a waste of time, but it's not. I'm going to go back to it. Even Jesus rested. He rested on the seventh day. He took naps. He went alone. He went to spend time with his father. He rested. So I want to kind of touch on some myths that we might feel or hear from society about exercise and wellness and food. Um, I think that it's really easy to compare to our past selves. And I know for me, I'm like, well, I wasn't the size that I was last year, so I must be out of shape or I must not be as physically fit as I once was. And that is totally a myth. Just because you change sizes or you outgrow clothes or your body changes shape does not mean that you are less than. Our bodies are supposed to change. That's just what happens. And yes, it's okay to mourn a version of yourself. I'm not going to pretend that it's not. I struggle with that all the time. I look at pictures from when I was sick and I'm going to be honest, sometimes I wish that I still looked like that. And I beat myself up because I'm like, I was so unhappy with the way I looked, but I would love to look like that now. And I'm being really vulnerable right now, but it's just to say that 
it's okay to miss a version of yourself. It's okay to like a version of yourself. It's not okay to make your current self feel less than because they don't look like that anymore. I feel like this is like kind of all over the place and I apologize for that, but I just have a lot of thoughts and we're just going to keep going with it. I think that another thing um, that I compare myself to is like I was really active in high school and like I said, I was over exercising and so now I'm less toned and I feel like I've lost strength and I feel like I'm out of shape now. But again, we go through seasons. Go back and watch my reel on the Blessing Collection about Ecclesiastes 3. Everything is for a season. Even our body goes through changes and at some times our body needs us for other things. It doesn't need to lift heavy weights. It needs to support our children and our friends and it needs to be a vessel for good. You know, there are just so many different things that our body does for us and we need to recognize that. This is another huge myth in our society is that if you follow the diet plan, the workout plan, the lifestyle that so-and-so on TikTok follows, you will look just like her or you will lose the same amount of weight or you will get the same abs that she has. I see ads all the time about, oh, follow this plan and you'll get the body of your dreams. No, it does not work like that. We all have different genetics. So that's another thing of respecting our body is acceptance. When you respect someone, you accept them as they are. Accept your body, accept your genetics. There are some things that we just cannot change about ourselves. I can eat exactly what the person next to me will eat. I can work out and I can do the same exact exercises. I can sleep the same amount. I can do the same exact things, but I will never look like that person because our bodies, our genetics, our makeups are different. And I sound like a broken record, but it's true. This is a good thing because God has created us each individually. We each have our own purpose and difference is what makes us beautiful. God made you that way for a reason and he can do amazing things with you. You don't need to be a certain size for God. God doesn't see that. God sees your worth. God sees your soul. And so relish in that and know that the most high being, literally God, thinks I'm amazing. And so why don't I think I'm amazing? Another exercise myth is that exercise has to look a certain way. Exercise has to be in the gym. Exercise has to be running. Exercise has to be weightlifting. It's not working out unless you're sweating. It's not working out unless you're sore. All of these things are just so false. Exercise, working out, movement, activity, whatever you want to call it, it's just moving your body. That's all it is. And that's all God asks us to do is just to move our bodies and take care of them. And we all move differently. And some people might like hiking and some people might like biking. And some people might like dance and some people might like swimming. There is no right answer. There is no right form of exercise, no right accepted way of working out. It is different for everyone. So find a way that you like to move your body that makes you feel good. I tried heavy weightlifting for a while because I felt like that's what everyone was doing. That's what all like the influencer fitness girls on TikTok were talking about. And honestly, it just wasn't for me. I didn't like the way it felt. Maybe I didn't give it enough time, but like I just didn't feel super comfortable doing it. I really like Pilates and 
um, cardio classes and cycling and group fitness classes. I like free weights. And those are the things that work for me. And I don't always go to the gym. Sometimes I take long walks or hikes. It's about being in tune with your body and being intuitive. Your body doesn't lie to you. Your body is so smart. Your body is so amazingly ran and wired and God created it. God doesn't make mistakes. Your body is great. Your body is not the problem. Your mind is lying to you, tricking you that your body doesn't know what it's talking about. So listen to your body. All right, so now that we've analyzed some common misconceptions about exercise, let's think about some shifts in our mindsets that we could make. What is your intention? Is it intrinsic? Is it simply because you enjoy it and because it makes you feel good? Or is it corrupted? Is it because you want your mood to be enhanced and you enjoy it and you feel good when you sweat and you feel good and proud of yourself when you do hard things or is it because you want to see a physical change on your body or because you want to see a number on the scale or because you want to size down in a pair of pants i want to tell you something right now i'm not going to go into specifics but this is like the advice like if you don't get anything else from this episode girls listen up guys too everyone listen up I am definitely not the same size that I was in July. In July, I was definitely not the same size as I was in March. And in March, I was definitely not the same size as I was in December. My body changed so much in recovery. It changed so much in a year based on different factors that I won't go into, but I had to buy pretty much all new clothes. And it's hard for me to look at those old clothes and it's hard for me to get rid of them because I think, what if, or like, what if I fit in them once again? Or And part of me hopes that I will. But the truth is, is that I was unhealthy in those clothes. And the truth is when I did wear those smaller clothes, I wanted to be even smaller and I was never happy. So I promise you right now, if you are chasing a size, if you are chasing a number on the scale, if you're chasing a physical change, you will never be fulfilled. You will always want to be different. You will always want to look like the girl next to you. But when we have intrinsic motivation and we do it because it feels good and because we want to honor God and glorify him in the body that he has given us and we exercise to boost our mood, get our blood pumping and release endorphins and, you know, have more positivity and, and something to look forward to in our life, that's when you're going to find fulfillment. And that's where the wellness comes in. Another misconception type thing that I hear in person and on the internet is someone will be talking about how they're working out and someone else will be like, oh my gosh, like you're so disciplined or you're so strong. And and they'll be like, oh yeah, they'll be talking about what they ate or what they didn't eat that day. And someone will say, oh, you have so much willpower. No, that is such a lie. It is not willpower to withhold yourself from a tree or to withhold yourself from a certain food. I'm sorry, in case you couldn't tell, I'm very passionate about the subject. I hate diet culture. It is not sustainable. It's not realistic. Which is more disciplined? Because people would tell me this when I was sick. I had people really close to me when I was over exercising and under eating, they would tell me, oh my gosh, you're so disciplined. Like I could never, like you have so much willpower. You're so strong. Like that is so amazing what you're doing with your body. Was I really disciplined or did I have no self-control? Because that wasn't making me happy. I knew it was unhealthy, but I was so scared of gaining weight. I was so scared of getting out of shape or changing or getting bigger 
that I forced myself to cancel plans and to say no to foods that made me happy and to spend all day in the gym to look a certain way that I was never even happy with. I never achieved the body that I wanted and I never would have. To me, I think the discipline comes in when you've been in at the gym for 45 minutes and you have plans with a friend and you feel guilty and you you want to keep working out because maybe your pants didn't fit so right the last time you tried them on but you say no I know that this isn't going to make me happy but me going and spending time with my friend and fellowshipping with them and glorifying God that is going to make me happy I can come back to the gym I can keep growing my body and I can keep strengthening it and I can keep working to make myself feel good but I'm gonna have discipline I'm going to have self-control I'm not going to force myself to do something I don't want to do out of fear I'm going to make the choice that is best for my wellness my well-being my happiness my mental peace my freedom my joy so these are just some things that I like kind of check myself with is it healthy Am I going back to my old ways? Am I canceling plans? What are my priorities? Am I putting the gym above church? Am I putting the gym above my family? If it's not fun, if I'm dreading the gym, if I feel tired, and I'm not talking about just like, you know, tired, but exhausted and heavy and like the kind of tired where like it just makes you feel sick you feel like you're making up for food like you ate something and now you need to burn a number of calories to make up for that no not healthy um when you're not enjoying rest days when you're feeling guilty when you're feeling like you should be working out when you're using exercise for punishment when kind of the same thing like oh i was so bad today when i ate that no no Food is always good. It either provides fuel or enjoyment or gets rid of the hunger cue. Food is always good. There are no bad foods. They all fit. They all have room. Don't punish yourself. Another little myth that is easy to fall into is that like there's no point for moderate exercises. I used to think that light, low impact exercises, body weight exercises, that there was no point in doing that. I thought that it wouldn't make me stronger. It wouldn't give me the results that I wanted. No, like that's a lie. Like Pilates is so effective. Body weight exercises, lightweight, low impact, like and it's not about how effective or what the results you're going to get. It's about how you feel when you're doing it. And lastly, maybe you know it's getting unhealthy when you're obsessing over calories. Again, I am not a professional. I'm not a dietitian. I'm not diagnosing anyone. These are just some things to look out for and for you to distinguish between wellness and obsession. So like when we're obsessing on calories instead of eating foods that fuel our body and make us feel good and that we enjoy that is kind of the line between wellness and obsession i just want to talk about a couple more things again i know sorry this is kind of unorganized it's not usually the structured way that i normally lead my episodes um but i just had a lot to say and i just felt like god was putting something on my heart that i wanted to share with y'all so we're going to talk about a few more metaphors little things to think about and then we'll wrap up here so first metaphor Imagine 
if you worked on this beautiful painting and you worked hours and hours and hours and you made it for a specific person, you curated it to their interests, to their strengths, and you wanted to gift it just to them and you present it to them and you've worked so hard and you're so proud to give it to them and they just rip it apart. They critique you, they critique the way it looks, they critique the way you worked on it, they critique that you would even think that they would be happy with that. I think you probably know where I'm going with this. Who is God and who is us in this metaphor? God is the one that is giving us the gift. The painting is our body and we are the one ripping it apart. God has given us this beautiful gift. No matter its abilities, no matter its disabilities, God has given us a beautiful gift to use for good. Are we going to tear it apart or are we going to appreciate it? That leads me to the next metaphor. If God gave you a gift, numbers would not mean a thing. How much it cost, how much it's worth, the weight, like none of that would matter. What it would matter, what would matter is that it came from God. It came from literally the most high being. The person that you love, the person that is your savior, your creator. It would matter that it was so special that he picked it out just for you. That it was from someone you loved. That he loved you and that's why he was giving it to you. What would matter was its purpose. And that's what our what matters about our body. It doesn't matter the shape, the size, the weight, how it looks on the outside, the colors. No, it matters that it's from God that it's a gift of love and from love and its purpose is to love and to do good to glorify God. The one little tip that a friend shared with me and I really liked on body image was this idea of future retrospective. So basically you project yourself to the future, you adopt the mindset of your future self and then as your future self you look back to yourself right now. So I would picture myself in five years and I would look back to 18-year-old me. Just an example, my mom always says like to be grateful for my skin. I have really fair, pale skin and I've always complained how I want to be tan. Literally always. And how I just think that I would look so much better if I had a more tan complexion. And so every summer I would lay out every day and I wouldn't want to wear sunscreen and I would just try to get tan. And my mom would say, you're hurting your skin. If you don't wear sunscreen, you know, you're putting your skin at risk. And when you're older, you're going to look back and you're going to wish that you had held on to the fair, healthy, smooth skin. And I think she's right. When I'm 77 and I have age spots and I have wrinkles, I'm going to look back to my pale, fair skin and I'm going to appreciate that and I'm going to love that about myself. And so do I want to hate it now? No, I want to love it now. So that same friend, she shared a quote from Schitt's Creek and my family loves that show. I've never actually watched it, but I love this quote. It's from Moira, if you know who that is on Schitt's Creek. And I'm going to paraphrase what she says, but she basically says, take a thousand naked pictures of yourself now. You may currently think, oh, I'm too spooky or nobody wants to see this. But believe me, one day you will look at those photos with much kinder eyes. And like I admitted earlier, I've already experienced this. I had such bad body dysmorphia that I couldn't see and appreciate my body for what it was when I was in high school. And now I miss that and I mourn that version of myself, even though it was an unhealthy version and I'm trying to look past that. But just think, 
20 years from now when your body isn't able to do all of the things that it can do now, you're going to wish that you hadn't picked it apart, but that you had appreciated it. So appreciate it now. Love it now. Don't wish that you were someone else because you are you and that is a beautiful thing. Lastly, to close out this portion of our episode, I just have some tips, some invitations for you. So like if you are really insecure about your clothes and those kind of encourage a negative body image, someone told me this this year and I don't know how I never heard this before. It was my roommate and she said, and she said, you are not meant to fit your clothes. Your clothes are meant to fit you. And that is so true. Why are we giving such power to a piece of cloth? My clothes are meant to fit me. They're meant to make me feel good. No one sees the size. It's supposed to be a reflection of me. So an invitation, a little tip is make your clothes a representation of you, your hobbies, your interests, your passions, and make your clothes something that you want to wear, that you want to put on. If you feel uncomfortable in something, don't look in the mirror. Don't nitpick it. Just take it off and change. The clothes aren't there to make you look good. You already look good. The clothes need you. The clothes need you in them. Without it, they're just clothes. You bring them to life. I think that as scattered as this episode was, what I want you to take away from it is to try to adopt an intuitive life this week, to listen to your body, to listen to how it's feeling. Is it hungry? Is it tired? What does it need? Give it compassion give it grace. We didn't really get to talk about food as much as I'd like to. I honestly don't have that much expertise, but I just had a thought today that I wanted to share as we wrap up. We don't have to have taste buds. God did not have to make food taste good. He didn't have to make food look pretty, but so many people have these talents and these gifts and they bring these flavors together and they make these beautiful edible pieces of art. We enjoy food. It brings us together. So don't let your fears and your insecurities take the joy of food and movement away from you. Let it be what it is, a gift from God to help us feel good, to help us bring us together. If no one has told you recently, or if you can't find it in yourself to tell yourself this, I want to be the one to tell you, you are a beautiful thing. God created you with a beautiful image in mind, and he created that beautiful image and he made you just the way that he needed you to be for the work that he needs you to do on this earth for him to glorify him own your flaws own your insecurities there is no one like you and the world is better for it the world needs you as you are the world doesn't need you to be the girl next to you world needs you to be you in your entirety it's okay if you're not the most confident. It's okay if you can't look yourself in the mirror some days. It's okay if you can't say, I'm beautiful. If you can't say those affirmations, then let God say it to you and let yourself believe it. Read his word. Read where it says he created man and he said it is very good. Where he says, you are made in my image. And guess what? God is perfect. He doesn't lie. He doesn't change. If he thought that the world needed one of you when he created you. Guess what? The world still does. And God wants you and needs you and loves you. I promise. When you think you're worthless, remember that someone died for you. And someone would die for you over and over and over again. And even if it was just you on the earth, he would die again just for you. He would suffer all that pain again just for you. I don't even know who all is listening to this, but the love that I feel in my heart right now for you guys. I know that God loves you and I know that God sees you with wonder and appreciation and love and compassion and mercy and grace in his eyes.
All right, so our Be the Blessing invitation this week is to compliment yourself daily. I mentioned in my first episode, affirmations are hard for me. I don't love them, but I am trying to compliment myself. If you can't, ask God, help me see the good in myself today. And that's the other invitation. Ask God how he feels about you. And then look and read and believe and know. Pray that your fears and insecurities will be silenced and you'll be able to know exactly how God feels about you in that moment. Again, like I said in that first episode, we're stuck with ourselves for a long time, so we might as well learn to love ourselves. All right. Thank you guys so much. Again, I apologize for the lack of structure that this episode had, but I hope that you got something out of it, that something meant something to you. We're going to go ahead and move into one of my favorite parts, our collective blessings of the week. If you want to be featured in this segment, whenever I um, ask on Instagram, I usually ask on Emily underscore Shepherd and or the blessing collection. Make sure you follow those two accounts so that you can answer what your blessing of the week that you collected was. And I'll make sure to feature you on the podcast. One person's blessing was Christmas festivities, especially the lights and decorating the Christmas tree with my family. I love that. I feel like everyone is always like, oh, Christmas feels different this year. It's just not the same. But I feel like Christmas feels different this year in a good way. Like, I feel excited. I feel festive. I want to go to parties and wear ugly Christmas sweaters and get people gifts. And I want to decorate the tree and look at Christmas lights and do all those fun things and listen to Christmas music. And I just feel very grateful for this season this time of year so I totally can see how that would be a blessing and I'm glad you got to experience that with your family and I hope you guys all are enjoying the holiday season someone else said the lesson at church this week I hope that you're able to get something out of it that that was a good thing I love when those are just like some powerful church meetings and you just really feel close to God. Those are the best. Then someone else said, I get Friday off work and that is always a blessing and always a reason to celebrate. Make sure you guys are looking for blessings to collect throughout your week. Life is a special occasion and every day should be celebrated as such. I love you guys so much. Please don't forget to follow on social media, leave a review, and answer the Q&A. I love you all so, so, so much. God loves you. Have a blessed day. Thank you.